0: Hello, and welcome back to the Net Podcast. I'm Adele, and with me is the only man I can turn to for information on the subject for today Mega Master
1: X. Hey, how's it going, Adele? Yeah, it's alright. How are you? I'm pretty well. Uh, I've had a very eventful day at work, and uh, it's snowed so again. So I'm uh, kind of dealing with that. Ha! <laughs> snow? This guy? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Still waiting on more snow. It's been pretty sunny today. I count yourself lucky. Yeah, I suppose it was nice to see him rainy yesterday.
1: Oh, <sighs> good sleeping weather.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's the only problem I have with that kind of weather because it's probably going to rain slash snow tomorrow, and I have to walk through that. So I'm not looking forward to mm. it. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: So what? But, uh, uh, what are we talking about today?
0: You know what? First, off, I'm going to talk about how tedious it is to keep playing Battle Network Three. Mean- I'm. I, I have the cart in my hand, and I've been trying just to to get S rank on Desert Man version three, and it's awful. But it's, have you fought Mist Man yet? No, no because <laughs> I'm I'm taking my time. I got his secret area, all that's nice and dandy. I don't no, I don't get Mist Man. I get Bull Man, right? Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, because I have blue, so I can't fight Mist. Wow, thanks for reminding me, dude. You're welcome. Anytime. Jeez Louise. Uh, yeah, no, it's just. I forgot how tedious this game is with its posts. I love it. I love that there's a lot to do, but at the same time, it's like, man, I'd really like some chips at this point.
1: Yeah. Hmm. It doesn't really even drip feed them to you. You just got to kind of deal with what you got. Yeah. And then I was unfortunate enough to get wood custom style. Oh, Oh. It's like fate dealt you a pretty bad hand on that one. It's okay. I'm almost done leveling it up,
0: and then I'm just going to grind out till I get team. That's fair. Yeah, that's the one problem I've always had with three. It's just it's a grind fest after a point, but Yeah. I guess that's what keeps you engaged. Haha. <laughs> okay, so You know what else keeps people engaged, Adele? Oh, do tell, is it the topic? <laughs> Merchandise. Ah, that's what I like to hear. Yes, yeah, today's topic is not Battle Network Six. It will never be Battle Network Six. Instead, we're gonna talk about the merchandising of uh Mega Man, Battle Network, or Lokoman EXE.
1: And there's, there's quite a bit of it. it contrary there's too to, much of it. I, I don't know if I'd say too much because it's kind of rare to find nowadays, but Battle Network is is blessed by Capcom marketing to have some of the widest merchandise lines of really any Mega Man franchise. Like, the other mm-hmm. ones have had merch. Like, Classic had some figures. X had figures and, you know, the Classic Comics and things like that. But the, the Battle Network and EXE series are probably some of the most dense merch lines and they're also some of the longest standing merch lines because there's still merch being made today for it so to what you said that's hard to find out is i think it's
0: only because time has passed and not a lot of it came over here i think that's fair but you are right and this battle network seems like a much more easy like franchise to market into you know make things for toys are a lot more accessible uh like with x what can you make besides a figure of you know the robots
1: yeah i mean there's like oh okay you can i guess have like the racing riders as like rc cars or something (laughs) like that you know and i mean i've got a vial and x figure sitting over there on my collection shelf and of course there's like you know the, the there's a couple different bits of merchandise from that, but Battle Network was built in a way that almost seems like it was made to be marketable.
0: Oh, definitely. Definitely. There's, like, the very thing LAN uses to interact with Mega Man is a toy, if you look at it. It's just, why not? It It's made to be marketed. So, let's talk about that. Let's, let's jump into it. Sure. So, there's a lot here.
1: Where would you like to start? Um... So let's start with one of the most tragic ones, in my opinion, because oh. the the end of this one specifically actually spelled the end of the company. Well, I should walk that back a little bit. The company did not end because of this game. It just so happened that the game was ongoing when the company shuttered. And we're talking, of course, about the Mega Man NT Warrior trading card game. Oh, the one we played incorrectly. <laughs> that is correct. And the <laughs> one that I look forward to playing correctly with you sometime in the future. So the- uh, <laughs> yeah. The Mega Man NT Warrior trading card game was developed and created by Decipher. Uh-huh. Now, if you're not familiar with Decipher, they are notorious for their very heavily licensed trading card games. They had Star Wars. They had Beyblade. They had Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. They had Mega Man NT Warrior. their Dot, ga- hack. dot hack. Dot Hack Enemy. Um, uh-huh. th- they had a lot of stuff in their portfolio, and quite honestly, like, all of the games kind of play similarly in some ways, but, um, yeah, so, uh, what can, what do you know so far about this? Let's
0: start. So, uh, all I really know is, I know what the cards look like, I know what they feel like, I know kind of what you're supposed to do, because, again, we played it wrong, but it really doesn't differ from, it, it did remind me a lot of, like, when we played the Dot .hack one. Mm-hmm. It's not it has like a couple different mechanics with the with the gauge and all this other crap but honestly it I don't know it's just about doing this and scoring that and then you win. Yeah. I don't know it, it's it doesn't seem like a very deep game honestly. It <laughs> but that really might just isn't. be from from lack of sets maybe.
1: I that is true. Um there were only 3 sets in total. There was power up. There was the grand prix and there was grave and they covered pretty much the entirety of the original rockman exe uh anime now i did a little bit of digging when i was upgrading the n1 grand prix community bot kernel bot um i actually noticed that i think and i don't have any kind of sources for this but i'm pretty sure that they got almost all of the card art that they used for the nt warrior trading card game Mm -hmm, off mm -hmm. of rockman exe online that webs- that website has a gallery of screen caps from the anime, each and every episode, all the seasons, all the series. They have screen caps, and two thirds of the card sets have screen caps that match those frames from that website. Hmm. So it's probably coincidence, but I think hmm. that that's where they ended up getting it. I mean,
0: if they licensed it from Capcom, they probably just gave it to them. Oh sure, which you know. I, I guess it's kind of a coincidence, but it's probably the exact same art at the same time.
1: Yeah, it's it's just it. I don't know. When I was browsing through it, I was like, wait a minute, that's that's uh, that's the power up card. That's focus. Hello, Vulcan. What? Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, the um, the NT Warrior Trading Card Game had a a swath of starter decks as well. There was Proto Man, Mega Man, Fire Man, Proto Man, Flame Man, or Fire Man, whatever uh there wasn't a number man starter there wow. was shark man and <laughs> there was base and oh, of course I th- think that that covers all the starter decks so there were dude
0: there were, is my jam
1: <laughs> there were never any want for for um uh any sort of like variety in their starter packs right and of course you know all, the, all of them came with a uh of course a 60 card starter deck manual mm-hmm. play mat all the good stuff so um, What's
0: interesting is, it mirrors more of the anime instead of the actual game. Right. Like, the only thing it takes from the games is the name and some of the chips. Other than that, it actually uses uh, stuff from the show. It uses art on that. It uses uh,
1: instances from that as well. Which, it, it plays nicely. Like, the art... It, well, for the most part, yeah. Yeah. So, but uh, it was a very short-lived game. Um, they mm-hmm. were continuing to develop it, and then the cipher went bankrupt, and they shuttered. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. all of their card games will forever be buried underneath. But <laughs>
0: they may be buried, but they're extremely cheap, too, if you'd like to purchase them.
1: Uh, Yeah. Yeah, like they're pretty any-
0: cheap. Dot Hack and Mega Man are... V- like, they're ch- a lot cheaper than I thought they would be.
1: <laughs> Which begs like the it- question, like, what happened to all the rest of Decipher's, Decipher's back stock? Is it, like sitting in some warehouse somewhere like
0: probably it's gonna be one of those things um like when people found like the prototype uh snes playstation thing just (laughs) stashed away somewhere someone's going to find the locker with all of the old cards in it and it's gonna be like this explosion of wow look all all, this is on release sets or something like that
1: yeah well i mean and then
0: we'll never have them hopefully (laughs) you'll be the one to open it
1: i i sure hope so i'll need to head to I guess california was where their old hq was but uh mm-hmm. but yeah they um they actually decipher hosted a bunch of events they ho- they held tournaments with promotional cards they even held a circuit where they gave away uh print sheets like the template sheets oh. that went off to the printers to be copied into actual cards they gave those away as prizes i saw what? an ebay auction for one a long time ago and uh i think How it much? went for about three or four hundred dollars Ooh. So, Ugh, but, uh, that's a lot. But yeah, there were tournament promos. There was also cross promotion with uh, Mega Man X Command Mission. Oh but, yeah, that, <laughs> that one really bad Zero card. Yeah, well, it was a Mega Man X card, and it was costed absolutely horrendously. I thought it was uh, zero too. No, no, it was it was just an X card. Was it? Okay, okay. Yeah. The uh, the Zero card is a exclusive to Tabletop Simulator. They oh, custom made okay. that card. So okay, okay. But yeah, why. so. I mean, it's a fun game. If you didn't catch the Team BN Winter Marathon last year, definitely do it because we did a showcase match between me and uh, GigaNator where we yeah. played the Mega Man NT Warrior trading card game and uh, Kreb went through all the rules. It was pretty much a demo match and it was a lot of fun. So if you're interested in it and want more information or to see how the game plays and things like that, definitely go back to Team BN's channel. Check out that VOD. It's a lot of fun.
0: You know what we should do? What's that? We should find a way to organize this into the summer meetup. I would love to do that. We should have... We, we we need to find a way, we need to make the decks, and we need to have a crappy little tournament.
1: I have... Well, I guess I can say... Um, I've got about, oh, $100 worth of stock sitting right beside me, unopened. Uh, it has taken all of my willpower not to open it. Ah, uh, I have no willpower. I'll open it for you. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh...
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know you want to keep it in pristine mint condition for that well, no. day when you can sell that. Like, it's, what are you waiting on? Just open it.
1: Uh, there are M1 Grand Prix prizes for the season coming up. Uh, so, if you're listening to the podcast and are a participant in the M1 Grand Prix, uh, have that to look forward. You might be able to win some booster boxes and starter decks. Um... <laughs> I'd say get hype, but then it'll be like, oh man, I have cards. I'm never going to play the thing with
0: <laughs> that's wow. I mean they're cool collectibles. They do look nice. They feel nice. Decipher did put some love into them.
1: Yeah, they did, for sure. Yeah. They did that with all their games though.
0: So uh, I saw uh... Well before we end though, I I feel like this is one of those games that like if the community really wanted to, they could continue it. Because I know that's what happened with the Star Wars game. Mm-hmm. And the Lord of the Rings game is actually still ongoing as well. Because the community kept it alive. I feel like if we banded together, we could resurrect this thing and actually expand it.
1: All 13 of us. I mean... That even know about the game. (laughs) Because every time I turn around, people are like, Wow, there's a, what? There's a Battle Network card game? And I'm like, yeah. I mean, just red pill
0: them. Get them in on it. (laughs) Uh, All right, so a past failed things into more successful pieces how about like those what? uh figures
1: Ooh, my favorite. We,
0: we're gonna we're gonna go from the really nice ones to the awful ones that i own exactly one of and i think i mailed you one you did i saw I did have. the wind man yeah yep. did you open him no <laughs> his packaging's already messed up just open the man no
1: no i did want the battle chip though that was inside but, uh, well, it's
0: sitting there. It's nice and pretty.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. for those
0: who don't know, I uh, I was lucky enough to find a Mattel line Windman with the chip still inside at some local place for like really five bucks,
1: which is insane. And, it was just yeah. sitting there.
0: I mean, I just I caught it. I was like, <gasps> hey, I
1: recognize <laughs> that so the uh about the figures takara um distributed them in japan and of course mattel distributed them in the united states so they were the same figures though on both sides just different distributors that is correct they also changed the packaging obviously to the dub names for uh why was he called nt warrior new technology warrior
0: really is that I, what it's supposed to mean?
1: I'm pretty sure, because that's what Windows and T is. Uh, that's really corny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I my mean, goodness. To be honest, they probably didn't have much to work with in terms of marketable terms that kids would recognize or understand. So Call it Battle Network. I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> Well, Make then people up. get... <laughs> um, uh, so, I more recently, it. like there, there were tons, tons... Tons of these figures. There were yes uh, number. There were a number of different like soul transformation figures. There was heat guts. Mm-hmm. Um, there were also a handful of prototype figures that are really? out and about there. Yeah, there's a um, there's a couple of people I believe on the R Mega Man Discord. Someone actually owns all of the prototype figures that were unreleased. What? There was a Shade Man figure planned. Ooh. Uh, there was an elect team and a wood shield figure that were planned and he has all of the prototypes. Oh. They're like unpainted and they look super, super rough and they have like different colored ears, a different oh. color head, but it's like, it's legitimately like prototype figures. So that's, that's really awesome. Um, hmm. his, his collection is genuinely scarily impressive. Um, can't believe a lot he puts of... you to, I can't believe you put you to shame. It's it's not that hard
0: oh <laughs> uh, come on man uh, collection, my collection
1: my collection is not what it used to be but uh, I know, I know. but yeah so what do you did you see these in stores when they were yes shopping? and i had like a
0: i i still that was a time when i was still into battle network but i wasn't into it enough to start buying toys of it because uh. the show was i watched it a couple times back in the day it was really bad <laughs> yeah the dub was awful everything about it just really kind of it, it rubbed me the wrong way and i kind of avoided the toy line the only one i had was the mega man with a cyber sword attachment
1: okay the one with the detachable one where it had a buster no nope. you could put on it oh just oh, his the arm was a sword
0: yeah okay
1: uh That's other than bad. i no, i saw a lot of them i also saw the
0: pet's a lot but i didn't get one of those till later so
1: Let's see. My first Battle Network toy that I ever purchased was, I remember I had to mow my neighbor's lawn for two weeks in a row. Aww. In order to save the money up to get the pet, because I had seen the commercial where they were like, I like Mega Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And I was like, I want that. And no, um, there's a commercial where they actually show kids net battling, and they showed it mm. all the time on Kids WB. All the time. I don't. See, I might have missed that because I kind of went and did other things when Mega Man was on television. That's well, it was all part of Saturday morning cartoons. So was um, it? Yeah, it was. I swear, I don't remember that. Yeah, it was Maybe. like right around the time. It was like I remember mm. it was right after Animaniacs.
0: See, I think it was right different lineups Animaniacs. for different regions, probably. But yeah, that's possible. Because yeah. Mega Man only showed in the afternoons. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. What was it? Rubix? Cubix? Cubix! Robots for everyone!
1: Yeah, it came on around that time. Ugh. Oh, man. Woo! <laughs> reaching back. Um, oh, let's let's not go too far, God. <laughs> so, yeah, um, they had a lot of minifigures. And bear in mind that all of these figures that came out during the English run of Mega Man and T-Warrior on uh, WB, they contained battle chips. Uh-huh. Um, all of them contained a battleship that you could only get from those figures you couldn't get them and we'll talk a little bit more about those in a in a little bit but um they all came with battleships that were exclusive uh to those figures and they also had of course as we had mentioned they had the pet toys that you will also talk about a little later because that's a that's a can of worms yeah it's a very big can of worms and that's really it like the figure push didn't last very long, which is really no, depressing. It I got up to because you said they they didn't
0: even finish the, like the styles. Mm-mm. So yeah, it didn't run very long because the anime didn't run very long either over here. Nope, they I can't did finish, in, but
1: it did. It, it finished and they started access and they did not complete the dub. Ah, that's what happened. Okay, okay, okay. My heat but, uh, has kicked on. Oh, nice.
0: It's cold, man. You sorry, sorry for
1: sorry for any background noise or anything I don't like that. It. It's fine. Okay. Uh, um, so, yeah But
0: yeah, no, I, I I do remember seeing them. I remember not being very interested. I kinda regret that because I liked it. I again I love Battle Network in that time, but now I'm looking back it's like, man, I could have a bunch of useless toys and chips MMX might not even have.
1: Mm. <laughs> if only we could turn back the clock no i'm good thanks so these these figure lines are like we said at the top of the show they're still going on today but not in the takara McTell world No, thank um, we goodness. have we have good smile company figures which they only made the exe figure they also made the classic one and yeah. the, if you're not familiar the good smile company figures come with a platform and a bunch of little accessories like, well, like uh they're, like a, let's be clear they're nendoroids Oh, yeah, yeah. Because Good By Smile, good smile also makes smile.
0: regular figures.
1: That's that's right. So these yeah. Nindroids, they come with like a mini-bomb, a, si- a sword, interchangeable faces, and I think a an buster. arm. Yeah, and a buster. Yep. It's really cute. Really and a little, little thing figures. to have the mini-bomb throwing.
0: I have mine set up with the cyber sword slotted in, the mini-bomb being thrown, and he's shooting at it.
1: <laughs> a combination for the ages. I mean,
0: I like it. it, it it's a... Ninderwords are like my big weak spot, so as soon as I saw this I had to have
1: it. I had a chance to get one for thirty dollars at AGDQ and I turned it down. Tisk, tisk, tisk. Uh I got a better figure, which I'll show you after the show.
0: Yeah, so he says. I don't <laughs> know. Man. It better it better be the panda. It's not. Nah. It is it's it's something, but Okay, okay. So they only made that for now, which i think it's a little weird i feel like if they hit on base or something else they do have some more potential for sales also well, i'd be the, really happy if they did
1: <laughs> that is fair i would too for sure
0: same with roll like i'm again i'm surprised they went forward with you know exe but only touched on Mega Man. so i don't know
1: well there's still the four inch Nell line right yes like, which
0: we're gonna get into yeah uh yeah four inch Nells is the other one i have
1: it is extremely difficult to pose might i add well, according to <laughs> Midnight W, who has done extensive research on these, there's apparently a run of these that are made from like China. They're like knockoffs. You can barely tell the difference. Although when you unbox right. them, the like the points of articulation are really weird. I think no. jo- Joey Cobalt in the community has, I'm pretty sure, a knock knockoff Dark Souls. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah.
0: I made sure to get mine from the, like Japan, so good there. <laughs>
1: I've got a, uh, I've got two EXEs. Yeah sitting over there unopened one of them is uh, the english Mega Man battle network and then there's the japanese rockman exe they're literally the same figure they just have different packages yeah i have the battle network one i, I know that so. yeah but they're really nice yeah they're, they're very nice they uh again a lot
0: of points of articulation come with a couple of different things it's just their posability is their key form like that's, a, that's their thing um and they come in different flavors oddly enough <laughs> so you can get the regular Mega Man, you can get the dark version of him from BN4 and 5. Or, if you were lucky enough in Japan, you can get the panda flavor.
1: Yes, which is part of one of the last topics we'll probably cover on this. Yeah, but it, it ties in, well I mean we
0: could cover it now. It, yeah, I mean, it's just, well, what is it, Hanayashiki?
1: yes the uh, the Hane Ishiki, um is like a fair in okay. uh, in Japan it happens I think annually and for some reason Capcom partnered with them uh-huh. and released a cadence of stickers and patches a special floral four inch now yes. and just all kind they had like they have I don't even know what it's made of but they have full-sized rockman and blues. Like costumes, and they look kind of creepy. Yeah, the faces, like, just they look so dead. Just mm. they do. There was a picture <laughs> of uh, of Blues answering a phone, and it's like "Moshi Moshi, Blues Desk," and I <laughs> lost my mind when I saw that because it was so funny.
0: Um, <laughs> it, if you look it up sometime, it's a very interesting promotional piece. It's over for now, and those nels, those foreign nels, go for way too much money now. Oh yeah. I think they were selling them at um, Comic-Con for a second. I would believe that. Yeah. Yeah, no, they were, because I was like, oh, man, I should go to Comic-Con just for a day and go stock up on these Nels and then resell them for, like, 200 each. (laughs) It did not happen, though, did it? Nah. Nah, I had other things to do that day. Dang.
1: That's pretty unfortunate. Yeah,
0: well. So... Uh, so moving on though, uh, how about those battle chips? That thing you're so proud of.
1: Oh boy, battle chips, my favorite. So the, the, uh, the, uh, battle chip discs were, they're, they're literally physical discs, um, that you can use in the pet toys. You can use them in the chip gates and they are not region locked at all. Um, there was a run in Korea. There was one in Japan and -hmm. there was one in the United States, um, one of the outlying things about Battleships to mention is that in the United States, uh, I don't think Capcom knew what they were doing. Or, excuse me, I don't think Mattel knew what they were doing, because they manufactured them. Mattel had some chips that had the actual chip name on it, and then the rest of them had, like, their CP cost, or their chip power cost, Mm -hmm. on the chip instead of the name. So if you didn't know what the picture was, you just kind of had to go with it, kid. I kind of like that a little more, though. Not going to lie. It's hopeful, but there's a certain novelty to having the chip name on the chip itself. Mm-hmm. It's also worth noting that there were, there were duplicates that had the name on it and also had a CP version uh, of it, too. Huh. So, you, what was that? No, go ahead. I was going
0: to say, so my first run-in with these was for, I think, that were. Four. I think it was four, when it came with the little promotional ones inside of it.
1: Yep, came with red sun and blue moon. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. I, I remember I had those. I had those
0: lightning and meteors. Those two came from Battle Network Five. Okay, that's what I had then. Yeah, those are my... Okay, so I got them from five. That was my first run-in with those.
1: I didn't get the ones from four, oddly enough. I don't think four came with promotional chips. Really? Nope. Mm. Because you got Red Sun and Blue Moon out of the uh, booster packs.
0: Oh, right, right. So, yeah. So I got Lightning and Meteors, respectively, from Colonel and Proto Man.
1: And they (laughs) they had three different booster packs that they released, too. There was a Proto Man pack, a Guts Man pack, and just a regular... Like, Battle Network 1. Uh, the, <laughs> the regular packs were really difficult to find, um, but the Proto Man and Guts Man ones had about maybe 13 different chips, and okay. there was a lot of duplication in them, because I remember, um, like, I had just gotten my first job, I believe, at that point. No. No, I had begged my parents to buy them. Oh, and this
0: is when he was just 14.
1: When I was a young hawk. Um, but, uh, so yeah, I found out that there's only about 10 or 13 chips that are in those particular sets, which is really unfortunate. It's a very, very small. Yeah. Um, Protoman contained, I think Delta Ray Edge was the only, you can only get those out of the Protoman packs. Right. And I don't remember the Giga that came in the Gutsman pack, if any at all. So they, okay, they weren't compared to the Japanese packs, which were. Significantly larger because there was more of a merchant, like a mercantile presence, if you will. Yes. In Japan, um, they, we got kind of the short end of the stick on it. <laughs> I mean, you gotta remember they had a mobile, pho- they had two mobile phone games. That is so, true. I, it, Battle Network is way bigger over there, which is a shame. Well, I mean, it it kind of had to be; otherwise, we wouldn't have had more installments.
0: That's true. That's
1: true. Um, what was it? Yeah, I got those out
0: of my, Colonel and Proto Man, and then I bought a PET way later down the line. I think after they after it all stopped, from a KB Toys that was going out of business. I got the Proto Man <laughs> starter pack. Yep, and it came with the PET, um, and like two
1: boosters, two or three boosters, something like that. Ah, nice. It was all right. It's like it was like twelve bucks. Edition that's not bad i ironically i got mine from kb toys as well yeah it's kind of interesting
0: i sometimes miss toy sellers that were going out of business
1: uh yeah i i miss just like going into the local mall in my hometown and seeing kb toys it was like a maze of rows of toys that kids had thrown off the shelves and the parents didn't really give a crap and the employees didn't give a crap and (laughs) <laughs> I couldn't imagine, like, okay, time to clean, uh, I'm just gonna leave. They just bring out a giant, like, <laughs> a giant, like, sweeper, and just- Oh, sh- yeah, sh- basically, just, eh, yeah, we'll deal with them later as it comes. Yeah. Speaking, ah, speaking about of toy Stories.
0: go ahead. What, what are you getting about toy Stories? I was gonna say, uh, the chips were nice. I remember you were telling me, though, I think it was the Korean ones, where the
1: plastic was kinda bad oh yeah so there's two (laughs) manufacturing flaws in two different regions so in japan there were a lot of manufactured runs of these chips that had really weak glue so the uh the labels you can obviously tell which ones have bad glue on them because they're just like crazy crazy miscolored they're a lot darker (laughs) and uh yeah, you can tell uh, which ones are the bad run because the labels pop off. Anyway, um, the Korean ones also, there were some chips in Korean runs that had a lot more plastic than they probably should have. Yeah, and you can really feel the difference if you hold uh, two different ones. It's huge. Like uh, Adele, when we were at the New York meetup, I let him try my Invis chip, which is one of those bad Korean runs. And uh, I think he got it stuck in my chip gate. <laughs> it ha- hey, I got it in. You did, and
0: yeah. <laughs> the other the other thing that's really interesting about chips is that people still do mess with them nowadays. Like, we had the little, you know, the battle chip uh, thing between you and Eurasia, which was kind of funny to watch. <laughs> but there's still, like, research being done to it, sort of. So I'm not going to condone it or tell you where to get them, but people do manufacture dip chips. Oh, yeah? Which I, I always find, like, amazing that someone had, like, the thought process to say, I'm going to rip this open, install a small switchboard at the top, and now I can manually make this any chip I want. And it's just like, whoa.
1: Well, as kids, Ooh. that was, it was effectively common knowledge in small collector circles back when they were first coming out. Some of the kids at my uh, my middle school had uh, let me know that they had cracked open their chip Mm-hmm. and uh use they had scratched off the contacts because if you look at a chip it's got like six or seven contacts yes. at the bottom where you know it connects and then if you disassemble the chip it certain one uh certain contacts are connected together so they short out and that chip is what it is you can break those contacts and use a number two pencil or mechanical pencil and uh-huh. that lead is conductive and can ground it out <laughs> So that was, like, the primitive dip chips where you would just, like, wow. take them apart. I've actually still got my final gun that I made in middle school. Ah, uh, you kids and your final gun. <laughs> Friendly reminder, just life aura,
0: and they can't kill you with final gun.
1: <laughs> that is correct. <sighs> but, yeah.
0: Yeah, I, it, I, I love I love that idea that it's still, like, an ongoing thing. People are still messing around with them. I, It ooh, gets me excited.
1: Yeah, there's a lot right. of collectors too. Like some of them, K <laughs> or Twilight will always mention that it was that <laughs> fateful day in New York when I was there on a business trip, where he where got he, deleted in less than twenty seconds. And then he became a addicted chip collector like the rest of us.
0: <laughs> I like the idea behind chips. And again, thank you for my Korean junk man. But sure, I don't think I'll. I, I don't think I could ever invest that much time into it
1: it gets expensive very quickly especially when you get into the navi chips oh i'm sure like your base yeah i sold that sucker for 200. Woo.
0: i'm surprised you actually sold him
1: uh it was um ethical dilemma on my part for sure mm. but you anyway. rip open those cards <laughs> no that's 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 for the M1 grand prix that's not a me thing so okay
0: so you use these chips But like, what else can I do with these? Are you telling me I can put them in like small accessories and things? You can, so
1: there is, if you've watched the Access series, which is where this first appeared, there are battle chip gates that are usable when when Chod loses Proto Man, spoilers. He becomes Dark Proto Man because he uses dark chips because he's irresponsible (laughs) dick, anyway. Mm -hmm. the, uh, The battle chip gates are real. Uh, And they work, for the most part, on the English versions of the game.
0: Yes. So, these are kind of cool because they tie in with four. Like, alright, rather, we can use them with four in the States, right? Yes. Yeah. So it's essentially, you just pop this bad boy into the top of your SP, or just GBA in general, and you start real operating. So you're slotting in chips, you're controlling a Net navy, sort of. It's it's a fun, different way to battle. That's for sure.
1: It is. Yeah. It's a fresh experience, and you can of course you pilot any of the navvies that are in BN four if you mm-hmm. have their respective chip. And uh, yeah, it's 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 unique. It doesn't have any impact on the main game. It's just no an auxiliary mode. Yeah, it's it. Again, I got to get
0: four props. They definitely did a lot of weird, different things.
1: Crossovers. Yeah. All kinds um, of stuff
0: so you got you have the gate right where you can slot everything in that's all fine and dandy what about what's that weird thing he uses to slot in chips to land is that the beast gate no what is that what's that big long blue tube that he uses blue tube that's the chip gate that is the chip that's what that is that that big long thing
1: yeah and then and then the like the gate portion detaches from the top oh, of that cartridge. Holder. Okay, okay, yeah, okay.
0: Cause I always thought I was like, what is that? Is that just like the is that one of the laziest toy tie-ins I've seen in a
1: while? Oh, easily. <laughs> it's just a cheap piece of plastic that has a a small cartridge that holds ten battle chips and oh then you God. press you press up on the little yellow lever and it pushes the chip up and peeks it out and you can <laughs> do that it's useless
0: so it's a holster with a chip gate on top
1: effectively okay uh,
0: not a very good one but speaking of holsters how about that other holster MmX
1: so there are tons fun fact every generation of physical pet toy even the plug-in pet uh-huh. has a holster for it all of them yep without fail and they by and large come to the battle chip too with the exception of the plug-in pet of course um so which which is pretty cool the, uh, the okay. advanced one slides into a belt loop
0: mm-hmm. the, which is probably
1: the best um the link one is an armband just like in the show it's kinda neat alright I can still dig it the plug-in pet holster there are not many images of it and i have not i've never seen one myself because obviously it's it's a really rare toy Mm -hmm. um i i know that the holster exists i'm pretty sure it also goes on a belt loop like it does in the show uh the progress pet one is another belt loop one but it's it's kind of awkward because just the way that the progress pet's shaped it kind of fits weird
0: yeah yeah that's the one with the uh yeah, I'm looking at it now. That doesn't really look very good.
1: No, it's not. Hmm. So
0: it's just, it's just a plastic case that you put... Is it just ten battleships in, or is it as many as you can
1: stuff in there? The holsters? Yeah. Um, the advanced one holds only maybe two battleships. <laughs> okay, good. Um, the link one doesn't hold any, and neither uh-huh. do... Um, I think the progress one can hold two or three as well. That's worthless! What... what? Ooh. It's a fashion
0: statement, sir. Oh, that's an awful fashion statement. <laughs> okay, alright. So, I mentioned earlier about lazy toy tie-ins or, like, the, the chip gate and all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. How about the uh,
1: the Navi-Tomb parts? So, the... <laughs> Eurasia, Eurasia, if you're listening, shout-outs. Yeah. Um, the... Uh, the... Progress Pet Generation Three, which is the Battle Network Five Pet, has several uh, attachments. So there's a slot on the top and a slot on the bottom of the pet toy itself, and there's like four, like rubber buttons, really. And the Navitune parts are shaped in a way that they press in certain combinations of those buttons. And you can't, you can't like go in there and press them yourself because they're like it's a really narrow gap. But they have all kinds of weird, like, awkward ways to hold and, quote-unquote, augment your pet. Like, there's Mm -hmm. an AT scope that increases Mega Man's uh, attack power. An HP grip, which increases, obviously, Mega Man's HP. That is only available in the Deluxe Edition of the Progress Pet. There's, like, the Operate Stick, which is the most awkward thing I've ever used in my life. Because, like, a normal grip, logically, would go down, like at a slant the right. uh the operate stick just goes straight down uh. <laughs> hmm. it's super super awkward to hold and use and the stick doesn't even work that well oh good i found myself nine times out of ten just putting it on being like oh wow i can't press a certain directional button and there's a virus encounter and then i just take it off
0: yeah really so there's like quite a few of these oh yeah um and each in the show. So it was originally introduced in the five tie-in movie, right? Yes. Yeah, where they're like, okay, we made these special things that you can slap on your pe- on your pet. And Oof. I they might as well like have looked at the camera and held it, held it up like, yeah. <laughs> it increases now. the power of Mega Man. <laughs> Woo, click. I'm just still looking at the camera. <laughs> and so yeah, Chad gets the scope. No,
1: Chod doesn't get to it. What does Chod get? Chod... Right gets the scope. Chod gets the HP grip. Right. And Lan gets... I don't remember what Lan gets. Mm. I would oh. laugh my ass off if he got the operate the freaking stick. He may have, actually. <laughs> <laughs> he may have, looking back... Oh, i'm not God. sure
0: but i remember i could got this silly little thing on his screen it's like oh this will increase the accuracy of your shots it's,
1: like, oh. it's the real life version of that does nothing but it, it's just a blurry magnifying glass oh nice and it doesn't even magnify the screen very well it would be oh. a lot better if it had a light on it but it does not but all of these affect your pet like they it gives you
0: that extra boost in some sort of way right mm-hmm. yes okay
1: and you can do multiple ones yep yeah, you but you can only have one on the top and one on the bottom right and once you remove the tune part that boost is re- is uh removed so right if you have the hp grip for instance and the at scope if you remove either of those those bonuses will be reversed ah. it, very clever marketing honestly yes um, because not a lot of well i take it it kind of harkens back to those uh transformers mini cons oh in my a way. god the ones where they like they would you would attach them to the Transformer on like, I don't know, their shoulders or something, and it would right. do something. Oh man, I haven't heard that in so long. Oh yeah. I just
0: I remember seeing these in the movie and just laughing my ass off because it was it was so, so absurd. Blatant. It's like it, wait, they need these? Aren't they just gonna fuse with their navvies anyway? What does it matter? It's useless. Ah,
1: sh- shameless it plug. It was such. It was so blatant. They did. They made no attempts to hide the fact that it was for marketing. Yeah. The uh, whole movie was just a big marketing stunt. So these worked on the. They work on the progress pets, right? Yep.
0: Only the progress. Yeah, and they were. And then the chips that are used in them. So here's my question: with the PETS, can you? I always call them that. Can you use previous chips with newer ones, or do you have to just use the new chips?
1: The progress pet is the only one that is backward compatible. It can accept uh-huh. advanced chips and progress chips. Okay. Which is great because progress chips are incredibly hard to find right now.
0: Yeah, I imagine. So progress ones are the big, like, bulkier black ones, right? Yep. Okay, okay. So what's the sixth gen of pets called?
1: Um, Link, but we may have glanced over a generation two pet. And that is one that one of our community members, UberGeek77, uh, actually just happened upon. Uh, and that's the Advanced Pet 2.
0: Yeah, I I remember you blew up about this. And I was just like, I wait, did. someone
1: dug up some prototype? Yeah, so um, to, to give a little bit of backstory, the Advanced Pet 2 is in Access. Again, this is a spoiler warning, is a, is a spec upgrade for the Advanced Pet. Mm-hmm. It, i think in the show if i'm remembering correctly it has a, a better processor developed by ipc and processes battle chips faster which okay. is all well and good so it was released in japan as all merchandise is <laughs> and uh uber geek actually discovered a lot of them or excuse me a someone on ebay that was selling them and he sent him a message and he's like do you have any more of these and he's like yeah i got a warehouse that i have like five in my warehouse oh wow. he he buys two he gets one one is japanese the other mm-hmm. one is an english advanced pet 2. Huh. made by mattel made by mattel and no. if you're familiar with it they didn't release that at all right this had been a prototype and we knew it was from Mattel because we had him take a lot of pictures and some video of
0: mm-hmm. the back
1: of the pet, and, you know, the copyright information was all Mattel. The menus were all in English, and the community just went ballistic. <laughs> so, because... Well, go ahead. I was going to say, the was, Advanced Pet 2 is just 4.5, right? It is, yeah. That's okay. that's where it was really prominent. It was, it was showcased in the show for a little bit, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, it realistically, like from a functional standpoint, it's the same thing as the advanced pet. There, Well, excuse me. I take it back. It was the double-soul pet in uh. the United States. So you could slot in a Navi chip into this particular one, and you could double-soul into any of the Battle Art 4 Navis. Ooh... Now, aside from that, it was effectively the same. You still shook it to encounter viruses. Yeah. Yeah. Break your arm, shaking it, or if you're like (laughs) us, you just took the ball bearing out and put something... I don't know.
0: (laughs) So, that's kind of neat. So I guess we should just talk about P.E.T. then. (laughs) I i could go
1: on about them for hours yeah we got to be careful about that we're on we're on a time constraint you see we, we are we are so the last one is the link pet it's got a touchscreen. um yeah. they also released uh battle packs that have interchangeable faces for them Hmm. and oh, they right, came because
0: because it pops off and then you could do like uh-huh. a proto man or whatever one yeah
1: yeah that's cool you can also pop the emblem off and change them out too they didn't do anything functional for the pet it was just cosmetic right um but yeah, you could press a button, a stylus pops out, and you could, uh, <laughs> you know, you could actually level up a Navi and write data to a Navi chip, and take that to the Battleship Stadium arcade game. Ah, that thing that we will never see. There's a YouTube channel that has a bunch of Battleship Stadium footage on it. Okay. We so, should go back and watch it sometime. It's pretty yeah, interesting. Should. It's so, bad.
0: So let's talk about that actually, because that this is something I didn't even know about till very recently. So, yep. this is an arcade game uh, up to Battle Network 6, right? It's just Battle Network 6. Okay, so it's Battle Network 6, and you bring that chip that you've written, you insert it into the game, and then the it's Mega Man that fights for you, right? Nobody else? You can change it. You're basically change. You slot in your Navi chip, and you play as okay. that Navi. Okay, so you slot that in, and then it does, like, I assume it's an automated battle, and if you
1: beat it, it pops out a random chip. For you to take home. So, the way that it works is it has a bunch of slots on the arcade cabinet, and you can actually slot chips in. It works kind of like 4.5 in a way. Okay, okay. So, you would sh- slot that in, and there's a wheel that appears, and you have to press the button to stop the wheel from turning on a certain power,
0: <laughs> if I'm remembering
1: correctly. Now, granted, this is with my very limited understanding and Sounds no knowledge of that it's it's the graphics are all 3D, the animations are all pretty bad, and the most prominent sound effect plays constantly, and that's that noise that you hear when a Pokemon returns to its Pokeball. Oh no! That noise plays so much on that cabinet. Oh. Um, but yeah, if you if you cleared up to a certain point, it would actually you would go to a results screen, it would tally everything up, and it would spit out a promotional battle chip if you did well enough. Hmm. So I remember,
0: like the there were very rare ones in there, mm-hmm. and that you could never get anywhere else. Um, but what was it? Didn't someone figure out a way to like kind of break the game and get them? Um, I'm not
1: sure. Mm. I would I wouldn't doubt that one bit.
0: Yeah. What What are the What are the, like the
1: rare chips you got from that? Do you remember that at least? You could get Gregor. You could oh. get Otenko. Pretty oh, much oh, yeah. all of the. Solar board chips, and they okay. would they wouldn't be the stock because Link battle chips are all black, but yeah. the ones from the stadium are white, white. Yeah, and yeah. Otenko is orange. <laughs> of course, um, okay, hmm. so yeah, it pretty cool. Yeah,
0: see, I, I like that idea. That's ridiculous, but, but and over it. the top, yeah. But it <laughs> it to me, it falls in the same line as like that the Yu Gi Oh game they had for a while where you scan the cards in. Oh, oh, oh yeah yeah the dual terminals that's (laughs) right so i would have liked to see this and i'm sure i wonder if they're out there somewhere if someone like has the arcade cabinet
1: they do like are they still operating in japan or just someone has them i i know that they're like i said earlier there's a youtube channel of a guy that like plays it okay and shows the gameplay and stuff i'm sure there's one or two of these floating around japan somewhere Hmm. but they're probably in a corner collecting dust that's a shame (laughs) I'd, I'd at least like to see it oh yeah
0: okay so there's that uh so on this list i see net battle license yeah <laughs> oh okay yeah so moving on okay so what were the were these just like it says they're prizes but so what you play you play battle network you win the tournament and you just get like a piece of paper saying you are an
1: official net battler sort of thing like you know haha promotional item Oh, it's like an actual card. Um, so, Capcom, when Battle Network 6 was first released, and when it kind of like five or six months after it's released, too, they held actual physical events. And there is some footage of these uh, on YouTube as oh well. Oh my God, yeah. The, it looks so bad, though. It is. It's a lot of kids, and it looks kind of like a Pokemon tournament in a way. Not just that. Remember, it's angled at a projection, and it's <laughs> not a very good angle either. No, no. Even when a san comes on the on the stage, it's just like, okay, hi Gucci. <laughs> would you sign my copy of Battleship Challenge?
0: <laughs> I have nothing to do with this. Get out of my face.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so Money <man> I. <laughs> Anyway. Um but yeah, so these were given out um at Japanese events. There I cannot remember his name for the life of me, but there is a Japanese uh community member that actually has a trophy and a license. I would have to scour twitter to find it but i Ooh. i i know for sure i've seen the trophy it's very small <laughs> oh um <laughs> that's yeah. kind of sad
0: actually <laughs> it is
1: it is but you can like it's um you can like marker your name on the net battle license oh, it wasn't okay. it it, it, it kind of was just like one of those club card things oh see yeah. that's a lot less exciting suddenly <laughs> oh
0: well Mm. Sorry to break your bubble there. Eh, it's okay. I'm, it's to be expected, I suppose. Uh, what else you got on here? We, have, of course, have the manga. That's I nice. really feel like this needs to be its own episode. I'll always sure. say that. But the manga, 13 volumes. Really good tie-ins for each
1: Battle Network series. Oh, yeah. Up until 5. Then it kind of accelerates. You could tell what that, well... We'll talk more about it, but I feel like it was yeah. really rushed towards the end. because it, it had a really good pace with you know
0: okay one into two all right hub style two and three all right style change three and four okay now he gets double sold that's fine he unlocks it through all this stuff five and
1: four and five oh whoa, whoa we're gonna look at five and oh wait stop stop he sneezes and he can suddenly beast out it's just it's great yeah literally like. Um. That's, <laughs> so
0: they're very good uh i think they're pretty easy to find too i would think actually
1: the hardest one to find for me for the longest time was actually the 13th volume for a yeah. long time i had an incomplete collection
0: yeah i had I'm, i agree with that i had a hard time finding that too actually speaking of hard to find uh there's one thing not on this list how about those complete works
1: uh, it's essentially for those that don't know the e- uh, battle or Com- official complete works is basically a battle network art book that it's contains beautiful. a bunch of like in interviews with developers, mm-hmm. concept art, like Notes. fun fact Adele. Did you know that Mega Man Network Trans Battle mm-hmm. Network Transmission was initially going to include a GameCube controller that was shaped like the Battle Network 3 pet? I actually did know that. Because I read it in the book. Because you own it and I don't. I <laughs> and
0: I made sure to bring it back up with me last time I went home.
1: Uh, so now dude. it's
0: sitting behind me, nice and pretty. It's- Someday. It's one day you'll find that book, hopefully for under $60. Because I, I own Star Force. I
1: own Classic. I just... Uh, you know, I'll say this. I've read the Star... Wait, is there more than one Star Force or just a Star Force 3, essentially? It's, just, it's all the Star Forces in one.
0: I went through that. I gotta say, it's really underwhelming to read.
1: It is, for sure. The um 25th Anniversary X and Classic one was significantly better. Okay.
0: I, I need to go through those. Like, I feel the zero one's gonna be pretty good too when I read that. But Probably. I was I was reading through the Star Force, so I'm like, oh, where's all like the interesting notes? Where's like some of the more the beta designs? There it were. really wasn't. It was just art, and I felt yep. kind of gypped. <laughs> what you see is what you get. Yeah, typical Star Force. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so one last thing, uh, we get we're gonna go full circle now to obscure random crap. And I really wish you bring this someday. The N.T. Warrior board game. Yeah, it's not <laughs> it. No. Okay, just making sure. So, so, what what
1: is the goal of this game? Uh, I don't know. All right, cool. All right, so good. Ep- <laughs> it can, it can, it contains like um pets. They aren't like real pets. They're just like small right. plastic containers that hold battle chip cardboard cutout things it's a very cheaply made game it feels cheap and the figures feel cheap and it just doesn't look that i haven't cracked it open because there's no one around me or that lives around me that would be even Uh, remotely
0: interested in it but i mean i'd be willing to try it with you it's just if you if you sound this enthusiastic just talking about it it's not even open
1: i have a really bad feeling if we actually play this game (laughs) Well, it reminds me a lot of uh, the Pokemon Master Trainer board game. I was actually going to ask that. Yeah.
0: Because the way you made it sounds like the second iteration was really cheap feeling. I remember that. Yeah. But so does it? Pl- like, just like with the pogs and the collecting of chips sort of thing, or
1: sort of, yeah. It's eh, it, we'll, weird. We'll sit down next time I go up there. We'll uh, I'll bring it and. I'm sure it'll fly through customs because.
0: <laughs> you know. Can't w- I? Uh, I can't wait to hear the story of how I had to re-explain Battle Network to the customs agents.
1: <sighs> Same here. I had to. So, <laughs> the story behind that, I had to do something similar, but that's because I had all my battle chips in like a, a small Yu-Gi-Oh booster box, <laughs> and uh, apparently, uh, that looked like TNT. <laughs> So they pulled oh, me to dear. the side. They cracked it open and spread out all of my battle chips. And they're like, oh. "What are these?" <laughs> and I'm like, "My battle chips." Anyway, you yeah. should bust out
0: the PET. All right, hold this one. All right, connect here. Here's how it works. I'm gonna net battle you. If I win, I go through. No questions. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm sure that must have been fun. It uh, it was interesting because everyone was staring at me. Let them like. stare. Let them know. And, and, proclaim it proudly hey these are my battle chips
0: impressive isn't it i know you over there control yourself (laughs) (laughs) ma'am
1: sir sir settle down i only live for the battle chips there's one other final piece of merch that we haven't talked about
0: oh lay it on me
1: probably the most important piece of merch that we will discuss tonight. And that's the Battle Network 6, Falter and Gregor, Spoon and Fork sets.
0: Yes! Oh my god! I read this, and I actually had trouble finding pictures of it, but...
1: Yeah. Midnight. Oh. Mid's the one that saw him. I think it's in the Colonel Bot quote somewhere, too. But, uh, <laughs> if, if... I'm sure that... If you told me there were pencil cases or lunch boxes, I would have believed you, but a four right. and spoon sets. They are for Falter and Gregor too specifically, so
0: So least. Are, uh, are they anything special or are they just like plastic and it's got like Falser and Gregor on it?
1: That's pretty much it.
0: <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing.
1: <laughs> oh. I'm that's sure there's awful. there's other stuff that we probably didn't uh, find, I'm um, there like we said again at the top of the show, there's tons of it, for sure. There's a lot of merchandise. I'm disappointed we did not get an anti-damage plushie. I'm amazed
0: we did. Not gonna lie.
1: I want one really bad.
0: I know, buddy. I know. They're there. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no. There's just so much stuff. And then I feel like they also kind of drop the ball on some things, too. Like, was there ever an official land headband? No. Mmm. I feel like that could have been real easy to sell. But there was a
1: wristband.
0: That's kind of close. It came with a battle chip. <laughs> of course it did. <laughs> Which <laughs> battle chip was it? I
1: don't remember. Oh, I think okay. it was a mini bomb.
0: <sighs>
1: <sighs> Exclusive. Can't
0: get it anywhere else. Only in this <laughs> wristband pack. <laughs> what the hell? Why? Um, by the way, to go back earlier, uh, we were wrong about something. There are four four four-inch Nels. There's Lan, Mega Man. No, 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 no. no. There's the Lan one. I forgot about him, too, entirely. I I can't find him anywhere. I can't believe we have done this. Well, I want to buy him. I can't find him. He he
1: comes with Mr. Prog, too. Oh, my God,
0: yes. So there's the normal Mega Man, dark Mega Man, Hub...
1: Oh yeah, yeah.
0: Hub style, and then the uh, Hanayashiki Panda Mega Man.
1: I forgot so. all about Hub. It was very very short run. Yeah, I, I was looking back
0: and like, did I get everything? Oh nope. There's Hub.
1: <laughs> I regret not buying that when I had the option.
0: Oh my god. Ugh. The <laughs> the Land Fusion ones look really bad. They do. Ooh. <laughs> like I really liked the idea behind it and the design of it, but. Ooh, these figures look really bad. <laughs> oh well. Yeah. Can't yeah. wait to find more. Merchandise. Merchandising. So let us know if we've missed anything. I can't think of anything else. Are there any like other stupid things with battleships they did? Mm. Or nothing as dumb as the Navi Tomb parts.
1: I mean they had like small folders and libraries which were basically like booklets that you could put okay. chips in things like that, but yeah. aside from that I'm sure we've missed some merchandise Oh, uh, let's not forget um, Duel Masters We did
0: kind of glance over the movie Well, no, because they also made the physical base card in Duel Masters, oh, twice right. Twice, yeah, so we got the Death Phoenix and Phoenix chips in Battle Network 5 It was 5, yep Yeah and then Duel Masters, God Rested Soul, got base twice as a Duel Master card, which is like really
1: weird. I miss that game. It was really fun. Do you miss that game? I don't. Like, I know Kaijudo is the thing, but it's just it's, not the same. It is the same thing. It doesn't feel the same.
0: In fact, in the show, they call it a Kaijudo battle, so it's literally the same thing. I don't know. <laughs> God-Kai God, Judo battle. Oh, <laughs> You know, I'm gonna go watch Duel Masters now. That show was amazing.
1: Yeah. yeah, Amazing no dub. Metabots was a better dub.
0: I disagree. Why? Well, it was a joke. <laughs> I, I agree that that was a joke. But still. <laughs> uh, oh, wait. Wait, so the Land 4-inch I know we're going off a little here on a tangent, but the 4-inch Nell comes with an extra, so- It comes with a hero sword and a cannon? Yep. And extra things for Mega Man?
1: Yes. Huh. And a Mr. Prog. And a Mr. Prog. Okay.
0: Damn, I might actually have to get this. I really like
1: it, too. It's not it's not super poseable, is it? Mm, no, but you can... I mean, to be fair, four-inch nails are meant to just be posed and set up, and that's right. it.
0: Well, I mean, that's fair. I, I kind of like that he's more of a figure instead of a figma hmm I prefer that and then there's I like agree. that one image of him just holding the katana
1: <laughs> oh yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think so good all right so uh, you know I'm glad we got through this actually mmx because there's just so much crap involved with this yeah some of it good a lot of it really really cheap
1: for the most part, yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, when it's when it's good, it's great. But when it's bad, oh,
1: oh.
0: <laughs> oh Bandai, what are you doing?
1: <laughs> well, I think we also skipped over the DVDs for the dub, which are ridiculously hard to find now, too. Oh, are they actually? Yeah. Good. Like they're sixty bucks a pop. Past volume two. No, good. Let let them be forgotten. I'm gonna get them on. I'm, Why, I'm gonna, don't do this. I'm gonna duct tape you a chair and we're gonna <laughs> watch all the dub. No,
0: stop. I already oh, have in- the original stuff and it, even that's actually hard to watch.
1: It's gonna happen.
0: Like I'll, I'll say it straight up. The original anime is actually hard to watch even in Japanese. Oh it is, yeah. Cause it's just so... It's everywhere, it's all over the place. Ugh. The animation's all over the place. The, everything's all over. Oh, <laughs> it
1: isn't until stream that it starts getting good. And then you get into Beast. Ugh. Beast was phenomenal. What are you talking about?
0: Yeah, I love being the mixture. Oh, man, look, everyone's a beast. I like, I'll say this. I like, I'm going to say his name. I like Japan Man's Beast Out.
1: You mean Yamato Man?
0: Uh, his name is Japan Man. That's why he's a Y-chip. Oh. Yeah, I thought you could pull that one on me. I'm aware.
1: I, I thought I uh, thought I could get get one over on you.
0: Nah, I don't think wrong? so. No. Uh, on a side note, never forget of the Star Force four-inch
1: nails. Oh yeah, they also had a figure line that wasn't a four-inch NEL. Really? No, it's it's I don't know. It's made by Takara as well, huh. but it, it isn't a four-inch NEL. It's it has like attachments. There's an Omega Sys attachment for the arm. Mm -hmm. and i've got one signed by um shingo adachi who did the animation for the star force anime which is pretty awesome
0: yeah i'll give it this the the anime
1: looks nice it's still garbage i mean it was (laughs) for some reason they i feel like we should probably have a small like sect of episodes where we talk about star force Oh, yeah. No, I'm. that's that's the plan. That's the successor the, to it. The the anime is so short, though, that we could probably do, talk about it in, like, three minutes.
0: Well, that's going to be on the entertainment one. Don't worry. That's fair. That's no, fair. We're not talking about it here. Yeah. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> so, Adele. Uh,
0: yeah, MMX. Where can people find you? They can't. I'm hidden away.
1: In the secret area.
0: Yeah, that's it, the best area. Oh, I love secret areas so much. So, you can find me on Twitter at Trainer Adele now, I changed it, no more underscore. Thank God, I finally figured that out. Hey, <laughs> you can't pull it over on me. So I got that out of the way, just Trainer Adele now. Uh, of course, you're on the YouTube, so you know where we're at with that. Uh, and then, I guess, on Twitch as well, tactical underscore network, nothing amazing. Uh, I'm not as cool as MMX, though, with his uh, world record over here.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so where are you at, MMX? I am on Twitch, Twitter, Mixer, YouTube, all MegaMasterX, X. Instagram? Yeah, I think... Snapchat? I think private... Uh, Me- I don't know if I want to give him my <laughs> Snapchat. I mean, it's MegaMasterX. X, they'll find you anyway. Well, no, that account got banned. What? <laughs> Yeah, I tried using it on the Windows Phone, and apparently they're like, "No, it's ban. No overturn. Sorry, you just have uh, to deal with this now." That's yeah. amazing. It's unfortunate, but anyway. good. So yeah, I don't have a Windows Phone now, and I never will have one again because it's dead. Anyway, yeah, so that's where uh, they can find me.
0: All right, so good episode, of MX. Let's uh, let's call it done here. All right, everyone. Uh, next time, you know, I don't know what we're gonna talk about next time. It's not gonna be Battle Network Six, I can assure you that. No, probably not. <laughs> I will hold off on that till the end of days. We'll talk about Star Force, and then maybe we'll talk
1: about Six. Lord have mercy. We'll get we'll get to Six eventually, y'all. This is, I'm, I'm on your side. I I want to get Six done too. So. <laughs> it's gonna happen, at all. Yeah, I don't know about that. All Great right.
0: To- <laughs> <laughs> so until next time, everyone, take care and keep busting those viruses. See ya. A big thank you to Koki Remix for the music used in this episode. If you'd like to hear more be sure to check out their YouTube at Koki Remix.